Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah most gracious most merciful muslimconverts.com Best way to live and die by Donald W Flood Islamic name Yahya The Quran the last revelation I comprehended that it was found imperative due to innovations attributed to divine revelation that the need arose for another prophet after Isa, may peace be upon him, whose Christianity calls Jesus, with another revelation after the gospel. So I comprehend that it was found imperative due to innovations attributed to divine revelation that the need arose for another prophet after Isa, peace be upon him, with another revelation after the gospel. This is why Allah, glorified be he, sent Muhammad, may peace and blessings be upon him, with the last message, i.e. the Quran, to bring all of mankind back to the belief in and worship of one God, whose name is Allah, without sitting partners or intermediaries. According to Muslims, the Holy Quran, the permanent ultimate source, the permanent ultimate source of guidance for mankind, offers a rational and historical elucidation of the magnificent role of Isa, peace be upon him, Jesus. The name Isa, peace be upon him, is cited 25 times in the Quran, which contains a chapter called Maryam, Mary named after the mother of Isa. May peace be upon them both. Regarding the divine authenticity of this revelation, I found the following Quranic verses very compelling, and it was not possible for this Quran to be produced by other than Allah, but it is a confirmation of what was before it and a detailed explanation of the former scripture about which there is no doubt from the Lord of the worlds. Quran chapter 10 verse 37. And in another verse, and indeed it is the truth of certainty. Quran chapter 69 verse 51. Similarly, I was concerned about the adulteration of the Quran since this was a major problem with the previous revelations. I read that the Quran will never change or be changed or abrogated. Indeed, it is we who sent down the message, i.e. the Quran, and indeed we will be its guardian. Indeed, it is we who sent down the message, remembrance, i.e. the Quran, and indeed we will be its guardian. Quran chapter 15 verse 9. I was also informed about some of the scientific uh, phenomena mentioned in the Quran which give credence which give credence to the belief that the Quran is the literal word of God. There are verses describing human embryonic development, mountains, the origins of the universe, the uh, cerebrum, the seas, the deep seas and internal waves and clouds. It is beyond explanation that anyone more than 1400 years ago could have known the facts which were found or confirmed recently 
by advanced mechanisms and, sophistic and sophisticated scientific procedures. Islam, the essence and culmination of revealed religions. Muslims believe that the essential purpose for which mankind was created is the worship and full servitude uh, to Allah, as is the worship of Allah and full servitude to Him. As He said in the Quran, and I did not create the jinn, i.e., a type of creation created by Allah from fire, and mankind except to worship me. Quran chapter 51, verse 56. Related to this, a well-known Islamic scholar from the West says, the most complete system of worship available to humans today is the system found in the religion of Islam. The very name Islam means submission to the will of Allah, although it commonly referred to as the third of the three monotheistic faiths, it is not a new religion at all. It is the religion brought by all prophets of Allah, for mankind. Islam was a religion of Adam, Abraham, Moses, and Jesus. May peace be upon them all. In addition, he states, the same scholar or the same speaker, since there is only one Allah, one God, and humankind is one species, the religion that Allah has ordained for humans is essentially one Human spiritual and social needs are uniform, and human nature has not changed since the first man and woman and woman were created. Uncovering the fact that the message of Allah has always been the same, I realize it is the duty of all human beings to seek the truth and not just blindly accept the religion that their society or parents follow according to the Quran. Uh, sorry. Again, I will repeat this, uncovering the, the fact that the message of Allah has always been the same, I realize it is the duty of human beings to seek the truth and not just blindly accept the religion that their society or parents follow. According to the Quran, you worship besides him, not accept mere names you have named you and your fathers for which has uh, sent down no authority, for which Allah has sent down no authority. You worship besides him, not except mere names. You have names. Uh, you and your forefathers, for which Allah has sent no authority. Uh, this is Quran chapter 12, verse 40. So you worship none, or you worship not these mere names you have named you and your forefathers or your fathers for which Allah has sent down no authority at all. Chapter 12, verse 40. Regarding fitra, which is the, i.e. for the inherent nature of man, fitra, which means in English, the inherent nature of man to worship Allah prior to the corruption of his nature by external influences. Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, said, every child is born on the fitrah, in its nature, and his parents convert him to Judaism or Christianity or Magism. As an animal delivers a perfect baby animal, 
Do you find it mutilated? Furthermore, Allah says, So direct your face, i.e. self, toward the religion, inclining toward the truth. Adhere to the fitrah of Allah upon which he has created all people, the nature, the innate nature. Fitrah again, the innate nature. No change should there be in the creation of Allah. That is the correct religion, but most of the people do not know. Chapter 30, verse 30. Moreover, I learned there is no other religion acceptable to Allah. I learned there is no other religion acceptable to Allah besides Islam, as he clearly states in the Quran, and whoever desires other than Islam as a religion, never will it be accepted from him, and he in the hereafter will be among the losers. Quran chapter 3 verse 85 I deduced that man might neglect the guidance of Allah and establish his own standards of living. Ultimately, however, he will discover it is only a mirage that eluded him or deceived him. A traveler As I continue to read the Quran and learn about the sayings and doings of Prophet Muhammad, may the blessings and peace be upon him, the sunnah, uh, I noticed Islam views man as a traveler in this life and the home is in the next life for eternity. We are here for a short period and we cannot take anything with us from this life except our belief in Allah and our deeds. Thus, man should be like a traveler who passes through the land and does not become attached to it. As travelers on this journey, we must understand that the meaning of being alive is to be tested. Hence, there is suffering, joy, pain, and elation. These tests of good and evil are intended to evoke our higher spiritual qualities, yet we are incapable of benefiting from these tests unless we do our best, have complete trust in Allah, and patiently accept what He has destined for us. The Road to Paradise It was very meaningful to learn about paradise since this must certainly be the ultimate goal of every individual. Regarding this eternal home, Allah says, And no soul knows what has been hidden for it of comfort for eyes, i.e. satisfaction, as a reward for what it used to do. Quran chapter 32 verse 17 I also became aware of a pleasure that is beyond all imagination, which is to be in the presence of the Creator Himself, Allah, and to see Him. If I wondered who are the souls worthy of such a reward, sorry, I wondered who are the souls worthy of such a reward. This reward of paradise is too great to have a price. I was told the price is true faith, which is proven by obedience to Allah and following the Sunnah way of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. I grasp that mankind must worship Allah to attain righteousness and the spiritual status necessary to enter paradise. This means human beings have to comprehend that worship is as indispensable as eating and breathing and not a favor they are doing for Allah. Likewise, I found out that we need to read the Quran to find out what kind of people Allah wants us to be and then try to become as such. This is the road to paradise. 
overcoming an obstacle. At this point, I felt about 80% sure I wanted to become a Muslim, but something was holding me back. I was concerned about the reaction of my family and friends if they knew that I had become a Muslim. Shortly thereafter, I expressed this concern to a Muslim who told me that on Judgment Day, no one will be able to help you, not your father, mother, nor any of your friends. Therefore, if you believe Islam is the true religion, you should embrace it and live your life to please the one who created you. Thus, it became very lucid to me, lucid to me that we are all in the same boat. Every soul shall taste death and then will be liable and then will be liable for our particular belief in Allah and for our deeds and for our deeds. A meaningful videotape. By this stage in my search for the truth, I was on the verge of embracing Islam. I watched an Islamic lecture on videotape about the purpose of life. The main theme of this lecture was that the purpose of life may be summed up in one word, i.e. Islam, peaceful submission to the will of Allah. An additional point was that unlike other religions or beliefs, the term Islam is not associated with any particular person or place. Allah has named the religion in the following Quranic verse. Indeed, the religion in the sight of Allah is Islam. Quran chapter 3 verse 19. Anyone who embraces Islam is called a Muslim regardless of that person's race, sex or nationality. This is one of the reasons why Islam is a universal religion. Prior to my search for the truth, I had never seriously considered Islam as an option because of the constant negative portrayal of Muslims in the media. Similarly, it was disclosed in this videotape that although Islam is characterized by high moral standards, not all Muslims uphold these standards. I learned that uh, I learned the same can be said. Also, I learned the same can be said about other adherents of other religions. I finally understood that we cannot judge a religion by the actions of its followers alone, as I had done, because all humans are fallible. On that account, we should not judge Islam. We should not judge Islam by the actions of its proponents but by its revelation, the Holy Quran and the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad, which means the sayings, the actions and approvals of Muhammad, of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. The last point I picked up from this lecture concerned the importance of gratitude. Allah mentions in the Quran that we should be grateful for the fact that he created us and Allah has extracted and Allah has extracted you from the wombs of your mothers not knowing a thing and he made for you hearing and vision and hearts i.e. intellect that perhaps you would be grateful Quran chapter 16 verse 78 Allah Almighty has also cited gratitude along with belief and has made it clear that he gains nothing from punishing his people when they give thanks to him and believe in him he says in the Quran what would Allah do with your punishment if you are grateful and believe? Quran chapter 4 verse 147. So what would Allah would gain from your punishment if you are grateful and believe? 
the truth unveils itself. As soon as the videotape had finished, I experienced the truth being unveiled to my spirit. I felt a huge burden of sins flying off my back. Moreover, it felt like my soul was rising above the earth, refusing the makeshift delights of this world in favor of the eternal joys of the hereafter. This experience, coupled with the long process of reasoning, solved the purpose of life puzzle. It revealed Islam as the truth, thereby replenishing my spiritual landscape with belief, purpose, direction, and action. I therefore entered the gate of Islam by saying, the declaration of faith required to become a Muslim, which is basically, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashhadu anna muhammadan rasulullah, which means, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger, and this is the key to entering Islam. If you say this, you become a Muslim. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger. I was informed that this formal testimony or declaration confirms one's belief in all the prophets and messengers of Allah, along with all of his divine revelations in their original form, thereby updating and completing one's religion to the last uh, to the last of the prophets Muhammad peace be upon him and to the final revelation of Allah the Quran the following point became overwhelmingly clear to me had Isa Jesus been the last prophet of Allah and had the gospel been the final book of revelation I would have attested to that as a result I have naturally chosen to follow the final revelation from the Creator as exemplified by the seal of all the prophets, Muhammad, may peace and blessing be upon him. Impressions of a new Muslim During my search to find the truth, the lesson which transcended all lessons was that all objects of worship other than Allah are mere delusions. To anyone who sees this clearly, the only possible course is to bring one's own will and actions into complete unison with that of Allah. Acquiescing to the will of Allah has enabled me to feel peace with the Creator, with others, and finally with myself. Consequently, I feel very grateful that by the mercy of Allah, I have been rescued from the depths of ignorance and have stepped into the light of truth. Islam is the true religion of all times, places, and peoples, and is a complete code of life which guides man to fulfill the purpose of his existence on earth and prepares him for the day when he will return to his Creator. Following this path is following this path in a devout manner enab enables one again following this path in a devout manner enables one to gain the pleasure of Allah and be closer to him amid the endless delights of paradise while escaping from the punishment of hellfire. Another bonus is that our present life will be much happier when we make such a choice. A deceptive enjoyment. Embracing Islam has given me more of an insight into the elusive nature of this life. For instance, one basic object of Islam is the liberation of man. This is why a Muslim calls himself Abdullah, which means the servant and the slave or the servant or the slave servant 
of Allah because enslavement to Allah signifies liberation from all other forms of servitude and although modern man may think that he is liberated he is in fact a slave to his desires and creation he is generally deceived by this worldly life he is addicted to hoarding wealth sex violence intoxicants etc but above all he is often seduced by the capital system that tends to work through the invention of false needs which he feels must be satisfied instantly as allah says in the quran have you seen the one who takes as his allah his own desire or his own god as his own desire then would you be responsible for him or do you think that most of them hear or reason they are not except as cattle rather they are even more astray in their way or on chapter 25 verses 43 and 44 correspondingly we should not let our zeal to enjoy the pleasures of this fleeting fleeting life and jeopardize our opportunity to enjoy the ecstasy of paradise as allah says in the quran beautified for people is the love of that which they desire of women and sons heaped up sums of gold and silver fine branded horses and cattle and tilled land that is the enjoyment of worldly life but allah has with him the best return i.e paradise say shall i inform you of something better than that for those who fear allah will be in gardens in the presence of their lord beneath which rivers rivers flow wherein they abide eternally and purified spouses and approval from Allah chapter 3 verses 14 and 15 therefore the real competition in this life is not the accumulation of wealth or the desire for fame it is facing what it is facing with one another it is facing with one another to perform good deeds to please Allah while having our lawful portion of enjoyment in this life the right path to allah there are many religious alternatives available to man and and it is up to him to choose the one he wishes to follow he is like a merchant with many goods in front of him and it is his choice which one which one to trade in he will obviously select the one he thinks will be the most lucrative however the merchant is unsure and has no guarantee of prosperity his product may have a market and he may make handsome returns but he could just as well or as easily but he could just as easily lose all of his money in contrast the believer in the oneness of allah who submits to his will a muslim is completely sure that if he follows the path of guidance the quran and the sunnah of prophet muhammad peace be upon him the way of prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam may the blessing and peace be upon him there will be undoubtedly there will undoubtedly be there will undoubtedly be success and reward waiting for him at the end of his of this path fortunately this success also starts at the beginning of the path narrated <coughs> narrated by abu said al-khudri uh, <coughs> there is a, a hadith here or a saying of prophet muhammad narrated by Abu Sa'id al-Khudari may Allah be pleased with him Allah's messenger may the blessing and peace be upon him said 
If a person embraces Islam sincerely, if a person embraces Islam sincerely, then Allah shall forgive all his past sins, and after that starts the settlement of accounts, the reward of his good deeds will be ten times to seven hundred times for each good deed, and an evil deed will be recorded as it is unless Allah forgives it. Epilogue Based on my search for the truth, I concluded that the precise way we believe in Allah and the deeds we perform determine our future condition for eternity. Our Creator is giving us all an equal chance regardless of our circumstances to earn His pleasure in a preparation for Judgment Day as in the following Quranic verses, and obey Allah and His Messenger that you may attain mercy and hasten to forgiveness from your Lord and a garden, paradise, as wide as the heavens and earth prepared for the righteous. Quran chapter 3 verses 132 and 133. If we sincerely seek the truth of this life, which is Islam, peaceful submission to the will of Allah, Allah will guide us there, inshallah. God willing, He directs us to examine the life and the sunnah of Prophet Muhammad, May the blessing and peace be upon him, as he represents the best role model for mankind to follow. Furthermore, Allah directs us to investigate and ponder what he says in the Qur'an. One will see that the Qur'an is indeed like a persistent and strong knocking on a door or loud shout seeking to awaken those who are fast asleep because they are just completely absorbed by this life on earth. The knocks and the shouts appear one after the other. Wake up, look around you, think, reflect. Allah is there. There is a planning, trial, accountability, reckoning, reward, severe punishment, and lasting bliss. Clearly and unequivocally, the best way to live and die in this world is as a righteous Muslim. When one comes to the conclusion that Islam is the truth, he should not delay in becoming a Muslim because he may die first and then it will be too late. A few months after embracing Islam, I found two verses in the Quran that mirror what the American Muslim told me regarding how we should live and die. And Ibrahim and Prophet Ibrahim instructed his sons, and so did Yaqub, Jacob, by saying, O oh my sons, Indeed, Allah has chosen for you this religion, this way of life. So do not die, do not die except while you are Muslims. Quran chapter 2 verse 132 And O you who have believed, fear Allah as he should be feared and do not die except as Muslims, which means in complete submission to him, to Allah. Quran chapter 3 verse 102